Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. Um, happy uh, past Easter over to all and to all a good night. Thanks for joining us. Oh, okay. See you later. <laughs> um, Very strange new headphone situation. Oh, yeah. It sound, sounds weird. Does it sound weird? Yeah. Like it sounds, I don't know. This is what I always sound like. Ugh. Hammer Whoa, Hamer oh, Toyota. That's, that's why we have What's happening? Uh, the baseball game was still going. Hang on. Yeah, you know, I was just watching the Astros Mariners game, and I had the Cubs Rockies game going. Oh, okay. You know, it's just it's going for some multiple screen baseball. Mm. It's very warm in here. It is warm in here. I've not had the air conditioning on. Hmm. I mean, it's not that warm. I like I I I just had um, one of those uncontrollable naps. Oh. What are those? When you can't possibly stay awake, and you're like, 
fuck, I guess I better take a nap. Mm, mm-hmm. So, I'm all out of sorts. Why are you out of sorts? From the nap. Oh, you're not out of sorts just in general. No, I'm all out of sorts from the nap. Okay. You didn't nap for that long. Felt like I napped for nine hours. No, I don't think you even napped for an hour. Oh. Maybe you did. Maybe you napped for like an hour. Uh, I don't know. What time did I go in there? <sighs> I want to say it was like quarter to two. Well, I got up at 2.43. Okay. So it was about an hour. Yeah. Henry didn't nap. No? No. Not a little bit? Not a little bit. And then when he woke up, he had pooped in his diaper. Oh, good for him. Yeah. So he exploited the loophole. Yeah. <laughs> and. I mean, it wasn't even a loophole because he was awake for it. Well, no, it was a loophole in the sense of the only time during the day that he ha- has a diaper on is when he's napping. Right. So he was like, I'm going to take advantage of this and poop. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we're potty training. Forgot to mention that. Yeah. <laughs> Unclear as to why it's happening right now. And not like a couple of weeks ago or a couple of weeks from now. Well, because I feel like we always are like, like we always have some reason or we're always like, why should it happen this week? You know what I mean? Like, I just felt like we needed to rip the bandaid off. Well, how's it going so far? Do we think? I think it's going pretty well. He's watching a lot of television. He's watching a lot of television. Right now, he and Holly are watching Tada. Which is just uh, her showing Simone Biles. Yes. <laughs> Simone Biles, mostly her floor routine. Sure. <laughs> Which is what Henry does. He does his own floor routine. And then he goes, ta-da! Yep. <laughs> um, I mean, they were outside for a while and like doing some non-TV things. I told, I, 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 told her, I told her um, he could watch TV in 15-minute increments while he was with her. Why not 21-minute, make it a full show? Well, not when you're watching Tada. Sure. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> also, not when you're phone. watching Minnie's Bow Boutique. Well, it's a quick show. It's like two minutes long. <laughs> it's you know, it's, <laughs> it's literally two minutes long. Well, uh, how long could it be? She just sells bows. I know. I feel like they could have given her more to do, though. I think it's just a bumper show. It's not like a show show. Oh. Well, you can watch it like a show show. Well, that's the beauty of Disney Plus. Mm. Their entire library is available, sort of. Yeah, so Henry was naked. Except Song of the South. If you yeah. want to watch that. Can't do it. Mm. Zippity do not. Yep. You got to get a bootleg of it. Yep. Grab a VHS from Europe. Mm-hmm. Mm. Officially released over there. Oh. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, yeah, he was naked yesterday. He was naked this morning, and then he, uh, we went to an Easter egg hunt, and he put on underwear, and then he put on a diaper for his nap, and now he's in underwear again. Well, we'll see. He peed in his, like, I don't know how that happened. That was so weird, because he had just peed in the potty. Well, I just was like, you know, his butt's wet. And you're like, it's probably from the water. And I was like, it's a lot of wet did yeah. you pee yeah <laughs> it was so weird but i mean i guess that's what happens although he did bring up some interesting questions you know like you can't wear a diaper anymore why yeah it's like i don't really know 
Yeah, I didn't have a great answer. And then my friend said... guess we're just not supposed to anymore. Well, well, the environmental answer is a good answer. Sure. You know? It's a lot less waste. Yeah, but like trying to like get him to do something by creating less trash is not the right mm, move. True. Good he point. He loves trash. Yeah. That's true. So... I guess what I'm saying is maybe we should all go back to diapers. What if we told him it was like you eventually you'll get there if you live long enough. He is very like preoccupied with how big how big he is, how big people are, how old people are, when is he going to be tall enough to do certain things. Yeah. It's just interesting. I think it's a reasonable ask at that age. Yeah, just I just like I said, it's just interesting to like see him sort of figuring that out. Well, it's hard to be Henry. Is it hard to be Henry? Yeah. Why? Because you know, there's only so many clocks in the house. Oh, that's true. You know, we at the Easter egg hunt today. They had a little playhouse in the back of their yard, and. Um, inside the playhouse, there was a little clock that you could move the hands to. Right. And he was like very into that, but also like, why can you move the hands? He was right. like confused by that. And then there's another clock on the outside of the playhouse. Mm-hmm. So he's moving those hands. What time was he making it? Oh, all different times. Sure. 12 o'clock, 2.30. As a lot of you who listened last week know, his favorite time was 7.22. Yeah. So... A lot of good feedback on Henry as our guest. Yeah. <laughs> he really, Got he's some a, text messages. He's a natural. Yeah. A hard interview. A tough interview. Yeah. yeah. You can't really get a lot out of him. Yeah, it's true. And I did my research. Yeah. Was there anything you, you wish you had asked him? No. Mm, I, think I, it all. I think I really got there on everything. Okay. Yeah. Well, good. I'm happy for you. What Hob- else? Hobby Wobby. <laughs> what else is happening in, in your life, Matt? Um, that's a good question. Hard to say right now, you know? I'm just trying to feel it out. This weekend, a little, little warm. Yeah. A little, little, you know, I always thought I'd be like, yeah, when we can finally just sit Henry in front of a television, everything will be great. But I was bored out of my mind. Yeah. It was pretty boring. Um, And I was bored out of my mind with, like, the ability to, like, watch something else on an iPad or check things on phones. Sure. So, I don't know. But then I was like, well, if it wasn't, if we weren't stuck at home, what would I be doing? And I had no answer for that. Mm. So, I don't know, pretty warm. That's my, that's my current status right now. That's pretty warm. I'm warm. It's actually not that warm out. <laughs> it feels warm in here. Okay. I have too much hair. Uh-huh. I... Could have a tiny ponytail if I'd like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that I need a haircut, obviously. But might be too lazy to get a haircut. Mm. So. so you'll just you'll just complain about how long your hair is for another yeah. few weeks. 
I mean, for a while, I think. Oh, okay. Months. Months. I mean, what if it gets twice as long? That would be pretty wild. <laughs> it's already... I mean, it's already, like... It's, it's very this long. It's very long. <laughs> it's already, like, down to my eyeballs. Yeah, it's very long. It's easily the longest I've ever had in my hair. In my life. Wow. So, I'm kind of like... This whole, like, being on the Henry haircut schedule has backfired. Right, because now he doesn't want to get his hair cut. Yeah, and it's like, bud, we had an agreement. Yeah. So now I guess we're both just going to keep it long. Well, and also now that, like, we've given him the option and he's like, no, then, like, we can't really force We him. haven't given him the option. Well, we have. We we've, just ask him. Yeah. Sometimes he says yes. But, but like, then he backtracks. you have to immediately get a hold of a haircut. <laughs> Uh, anyway, what's new with you? Um, hmm, what is new with me? Not a ton, gotta say. How was your Seder? How was your Passover? Well, you were there. Yeah, I know. I'm just asking the tough questions. Uh, I mean, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Food was good. Company was good. The, um... Post Seder power washing was good. That's how I entertain children. <laughs> Our friends came over who have a six year old. Yeah, so a six and a three year old and a power washer. And a power washer. Pressure washer. Pressure washer. Uh just it was a lot of fun. They were really having a time until yeah. Henry sprayed sprayed our, our friend's kid. I don't know if it was on purpose. I have to assume it was. Probably, maybe not. But I mean, uh, the way he described it, it was like a direct hit. Well, I put the lower pressure nozzle on specifically because that I knew was smart. That these two children would probably hit each other at some point. Yeah. And you know, the stuff that some of that's high enough pressure to like rip through your skin. Well, it's a good thing you didn't have it on that. Correct. <sighs> there was a lot of pointing it up in the air. Yeah. Having a good time, letting it rain down. Mm-hmm. I let the six-year-old take some Lego sets home. Yeah. I mean, it was the first time we've had non-family over in like... Ever. Three years. Ever here. <laughs> Ever here. And we've lived here for two and a half years. Yeah. Two years and a couple months, but yeah. And then before that, even before that, like we had an infant, so yeah. we weren't having like dinner parties. Correct. Um. So it was just, it was like interesting. Although, I mean, if I have all of our dinner parties ended at Henry's bedtime, we should do them all the time. I mean, that's, I kind of like the idea of having people who have kids over for dinner. Sure. Because then you can have them over at like 4.30, dinner's at 5, you play a little bit, and then everyone leaves by 7. Yeah, but you can only really do that on like vacationing families. You can do that. And weekends. Yeah, weekends. What's wrong All right, with all right. Nothing. I'm just saying. Gosh. Why do you hate weekends? I don't, I don't hate them. It did make me think, you know, we could, not every week, obviously, because that's way too much work. Well, plus then we got to get rid of Bo. Yeah, but like, I could have people over for a Shabbat dinner. What? I could have people over for Shabbat dinner. When does that happen? Friday night. Every night? Friday night. Every Friday night? Yes. But that's why I said I wouldn't do it every week. I mean, that'd be pretty wild. If How's I s- the food on Shabbat? 
I mean, it's kind of pretty bad, right? Whatever you want. Oh, oh okay. You just make a challah. You like that? Yeah, I like a challah. Mm. All right. Well, we'll think about it. Yeah. Does anyone want to come over for Shabbat? Um, I mean, the other thing that was like, I I just have I I got the food. Like, I didn't make any food. No, you didn't. You know, you got it from the furthest away possible place, but also it was delicious. So, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Who knew? Who knew the Skirbel Center would? provide meals for I mean, Passover. I didn't. I found it on some list of like where to get your Passover meal catered. Fucking weird. And then I looked at a bunch of different menus. There were a, there were a lot of menus with like like reinterpreted Passover dishes or like not traditional, you know, and I was just like I don't want like I don't know. You want your you want your parsley and salt water to be parsley and salt well, water. Well, no, it's like you know, I I like that they had brisket, they had roast chicken, they had like they kind of had like traditional, they yeah. potato kugel, like oh Are the some other, of the thing other was, places like lobster ravioli and stuff. No, well, lobster's not kosher. I know. I'm um, just, like, no, they how... were like lobster. Like, there was also there were also some that didn't have a non red meat option. Gotcha. So that for me was like not great because I don't eat red meat. Um, so I don't know. There were just like a few places that I eliminated for one reason or another, and this this one seemed to right. be the the most. Um, of course, that locks that you know usually syncs up pretty nicely with Easter. Yeah, we had a big Easter today. Started the morning with waffles. And there was an Easter egg hunt. Not at our house. Not at our house <laughs> that I didn't participate in. And, uh, you know, a large ham somewhere was made somewhere. Gelson's. Not here. here. Gelson's. It was made at Gelson's. There you go. She got all her food at Gelson's. Um, happy Easter. Henry did not get an Easter basket. It failed again. Is an Easter, uh, an Easterer, a Northeasterer. Anyway, we'll see what next year's Easter brings. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing where, like, I, my I... family was together in Florida. We were here, mm-hmm. so Bo gets it. Yep. Anyway, I had a dream that Bo ran away from the chateau and came came home. Did he have a little suitcase? No, but he had like not his leash on, somebody else's <laughs> leash. Like he was in such a hurry to leave, yes. that he just grabbed. He's someone's like, I don't leash. need my harness. I'm out of here. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, I told the chateau this. Oh, you did. They're like we've actually not had that ever happen, but we have had a dog run away from their home to there. I remember when that happened. I remember when that happened. That that dog did it multiple times. Actually, that's funny. <laughs> um. I think I was there once when the dog like showed up and they were like, Duke, you have to go home. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. Well, listen, you can email us at DorianMatt at Gmail or Matt and Dory at Gmail. You can call or text us at 413-461-BABY. We 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 definitely got enough emails this week, but I'm I'm sensing sensing an email drop off. I'm sensing an email drop off. So I just want to nip it in the bud. 
Well, when we keep you just, you know, interviewing children. Yeah, I guess there's not as much to talk about. Yeah. Well, good thing he's watching Tada. What took you so long to arrive, child? <laughs> good IVF content. All right. Uh, we'll be back. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like, I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item that's right every time you buy their socks tees or underwear you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness to date bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting i mean bombas can make returns easy as well uh, i don't know why you'd return anything because what <laughs> but they do have a 100 percent happiness guarantee so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know those like, you know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. We've returned. Hello. How's your break? Could have been could have been cooler. Oh, okay. Um, so last week we got an email or maybe it was a voicemail from someone who was asking 
whether they should go to Costa Rica yeah. with their refrigerated meds. And right. then also whether they, if they got pregnant, they would be 34 weeks um, for a family, family reunion, family vacation in Mexico. Yeah. And our advice for both of those was in the current, in, in, in their current form, we did not recommend them. I mean, I think for Costa Rica, we said we would feel more comfortable delaying the cycle by a month. Right. Um, which would also, I think, make going to Mexico a little bit safer because you wouldn't be as far along. And what happened? Everybody write in and say, you're right, guys. Well. Or did they say, why are you being so You're mean? a little far from the mic, just FYI. But I hear myself in my head. Okay. Well, Walker wrote in to say, in response to the caller about trips to Costa Rica and Mexico, isn't Zika still a thing? I would avoid both while pregnant or during a cycle. Okay, it's a great question. Is Zika still a thing? I have no idea. Zika really took a back seat to another pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have I don't know. Zika location, areas with risk of Zika. I'm on the CDC website. Mm, they're um, busy too. Yeah, I feel like they've also. Okay, there's no Current local transmission of Zika in the continental United States. We did it. We beat Zika. Um, last local transmission was in Florida. Always. Okay. So, you know what? Um, hmm. Oh. Outbreak. Red. Do not travel. No, there's no, there's no countries that are red and Mexico and Costa Rica look like they are purple, which is current or past transmission, but no current outbreak. All right. Green light. Um, but it says pregnant women talk to a healthcare provider about potential risks. If you decide to travel, prevent mosquito bites and sexual exposure to Zika. Um, and it says women planning pregnancy, talk to a healthcare provider about potential risks. If you decide to travel, prevent mosquito bites and sexual exposure to Zika during and after travel. If traveling without male partner, wait two months after return before becoming pregnant. Oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, what's going to happen there is it's a big, it's a, that, I would call that a red flag. Yeah, that is really interesting. Um, and then men with a partner planning pregnancy, it says use condoms or do not have sex for at least three months after return. Wow. So this feels like something you should really talk to your doctor about. That would that would be my, like I cannot imagine Dr. Kelly Beck being psyched about a trip to Costa Rica in the middle of a transfer cycle. I mean, a trip anywhere except for like New York for a day or something. Although a transfer cycle, the then that has nothing to do with the male partner. I was thinking retrieval. Um. All right. Well, Walker, you know what? That is a good point. One that I had not thought about. Um. All right. Emily is writing in to respectfully disagree with your advice to the listener not to travel to Costa Rica prior to we her transfer. We appreciate your respect. My husband and I went to Spain the week before our successful transfer, and I'm so glad we did it as it was two months before the start of the pandemic. So unbeknownst to us, it was our last chance to travel child-free slash care-free slash COVID-free forever. One last one thing to note, none of my transfer medications required refrigeration. Okay. <laughs> Hold on a second. So none of your meds required refrigeration, but you're. St <laughs> it's a completely different situation. 
I I don't disagree. <sighs> Emily, you're really giving us a straw man argument here. I would confirm with your doctor that the meds you are taking for transfer definitely require refrigeration, and if so, ask if there are any alternates. I know it says keep refrigerated, Doc, but should I? I was home before progesterone shots started. I believe that was the only refrigeration required med. Regardless, keep your doctor informed of your trip. Mine wanted me to keep the same schedule of medication timing as when I was at home, which led me to doing Lupron shots in the bathroom of a winery, a public park in Madrid, and the airport lounge in Barcelona, but oh well. As for airports, we always inform security ahead of time that we had medication requiring needles in our carry-on luggage. Do not check medications. And also had a note from the doctor explaining their purpose, but we were never required to show it. Security couldn't care less about the meds. Our trip included a visit to a saltwater spa, and I had no issues with the estrogen patches. Pro tip is to buy Tegaderm bandages to put over the estrogen patches, regardless of whether you're doing any water activities. They make removal so easy and residue-free. Oh, that's a hot tip. One last pro tip is to bring an old reusable water bottle to use as a makeshift sharps container. We carried it around during the trip, and then the airport bathroom had a sharps disposal. Whoa, really? So we could toss the needles before flying home. I would urge the, the listener to do what you need to do as long as it's not super unreasonable to make this trip happen. My husband and I look back on our pre-transfer travel with such gratitude and happiness for being able to squeeze in one last trip before the nightmare of the first trimester of pregnancy combined with the global pandemic set in. I feel like if the global pandemic didn't set in, you wouldn't be looking back so gratefully at this trip. I had an amazing time drinking wine and cappuccinos, eating Gemone di Berico and croissants, and for the first time in many years of infertility, was not hyper-focused on my body and its perceived failings. I hope the listener is able to make this trip work. Emily, who's in 2,000 square feet in Boston with one husband, one science toddler, and one cliched non-science baby on the way, one black Angus, question mark, hot dog eaten so far in 2022, and it was amazing, totally worse totally worth the loss of 37 minutes from my life well doesn't count so <laughs> that's how i feel about your your black angus hot dog all right well matt's um and your sharps container <laughs> thank you matt Lottie dog for weighing in on that um I also do just want to note that Spain is in the no Zika. They are in the green category, which means... Green light, head over to Spain. No Zika precautions recommended, as opposed to Costa Rica, which... Enjoy the Zeeks. You do have to... um, It does look like you're supposed to take precautions. All right. Moving on. Matt, do you want to read this next email from Anonymous? Sure. I'd prefer to be anonymous. Done. I work in food safety. Pause the pod to write in regarding hot dogs and pregnancy. Dory's 100% correct. Hot dogs cooked to 165 will be safe to consume during pregnancy. Listener also gave up turkey sub sandwiches. And guess what? Also safe is the turkey cooked to 165. I would not recommend getting a sub sandwich out of the house. Deli slicers are notoriously difficult to clean, so it's not worth the risk. Eating turkey sub made from home cooked turkey to a turkey cooked to 165 just prior to consumption is totally fine. Listeria is a pretty big deal in pregnancy; it can cross pl- the placental barrier. 
and infect the fetus, sometimes resulting in fetal loss. It's not something to take lightly, even though it's very rare in the United States. Non-pregnant people can get listerious, listeriosis uh, with a high enough dose, but most folks who get sick are immunocompromised, young, old, sick, or pregnant. This is why every package of deli meat says to consume within four days of opening. Listeria is sneaky and can multiply in the fridge, unlike most bacterial contaminants. Bringing a meat thermometer is not extra. Sorry, man. I disagree. It's an inexpensive way for pregnant people to enjoy foods that are otherwise very nutritious. What? <laughs> uh, also, like, what if you do? You stick. Let's say you. Let's say you pop that in the hot dog and it reads out one five five. It's not like you can turn around and go. Could you pop this back in for a little bit? Maybe then you just don't eat it. Just saying. Doctors are trained on food safety in a pretty outdated way. No shade on them. There's a lot of stuff in textbooks and official guidelines were last updated in the 80s before the industry did much to control listeria. I recommend heading over to the FDA's website and scrolling through the listeria outbreak archive. The past uh, 10 years show a ton of foods, mostly consumed raw, that have been implicated more than more recently than deli meats. Listener is right. Pregnant people... Give up a lot of stuff. I think empowering people to understand why they give it up helps make them better, healthier choices. Eat the damn turkey sub. You're 3D printing a human. Just cook the riskier stuff first. Sorry to be long-winded. Winded, it drives me nuts and so many people struggle with food insecurity and we tell them not to eat the nutritious food that are available and covered by food stamps, etc. 1,300-ish square feet. Western Washington, one non-science toddler who makes the same thinking sounds as Henry, two medium-sized dogs, an asshole of a cat, two adults, no hot dogs. But the rain, snow, hail will stop eventually. Okay. Um, That's Henry's thinking sound. Henry have a hot dog or not? Maybe. What did he say? He kept saying to me, I said, why not? And he was like, why, Yes. An excellent question. It was very pretty meta. Yeah. Um, thank you, Anonymous, for this very informative email. And thank you for um, seeing me about the meat thermometer. Appreciate you. <sighs> All right. Well, let's hear another email. Um, this is from Sarah. Dear Dory, Matt, Henry, and Bo, after hearing so many listeners slash writers of the pod say I had to stop the pod, I'm finally stopping the pod to write in. My name is Sarah from Lubbock, Texas, in a 1,892 square feet house. I'm a listener who heard of the podcast via Gilmore Guys. Matt, you were one of my favorite guests on the yeah, podcast. Thank you. And have binged the pod ever since at one and one quarter speed because I absolutely love your dynamic and Matt's humor. You're the only podcast that I'm currently listening to. I'm even pausing my other podcasts until I'm caught up to both you and Henry at current time. I'm even pausing Kevin and Alice's more recent podcast, Maisel Goys. <laughs> I assume Waterloo. Um, a few episodes back, Dory, you talked about something along the lines of how you don't get the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And like Matt said in the episode, you cannot go into the series with a normal mindset because it's Amy Sherman Palladino who writes this series. I do, however, only watch the series because of the tag along podcast, Maisel Goys, who talk about <laughs> each episode and make the, the whole series a lot more enjoyable because I look forward to hearing their rightful opinions of how ridiculous the series is. This email's getting lengthy, and I know that you get scared of lengthy emails, so don't be afraid of cutting it down a bit and or paraphrasing, and I will get to my point of we writing it. I'm 22 and single. 
Kids are not in sight, but hopefully they will be when I get into a better standing financially. I've always imagined myself married and in a house. So hopefully when that happens, but who knows? Shout out to the moms out there by choice. I can't imagine. But of course, I grew up with both a mom and dad. Um, I wanted to write in for a while, but usually listen at work or while driving. So finally my day off, I'm at a coffee shop sitting down, finally doing the business that I've always wanted to do. The reason I'm writing is to simply ask this. Have you or your listeners ever heard of or have a genetic disorder called galactosemia? Well, I have it. And I'm just curious of the maybe community that could be out there with this disorder who's also listening. Galactose, galactosemia. Um, it is very similar to someone who is lactose intolerant in that I can't digest milk slash dairy. Unlike people who are lactose intolerant, galactosemia has a bit more complications, but is very easy to live with. One of these complications is that girls that have galactosemia have a harder time getting pregnant because they tend to not have as many eggs as girls without galactosemia. Mm. There's little research of galactosemia, but the community is growing and this community does not know why this phenomenon is. Knowing this while growing up, I think that I had more of a reason and more of an acknowledgement than it would, that it would be potentially hard further down the road. So my parents and I decided to go through the process of freezing my eggs when I was 19 and a freshman in college and have seven eggs on ice. So I'm some forethought. And I, while I'm at this, I'm going to search your Facebook group about this topic. I'm committed to finding answers only when I'm sitting down at a coffee shop, not at the house. Is anyone else like this? Matt, I'm sure you are. Well, I do get stuff done, not here. I also want to try in to say that I always smile when y'all talk about Bo because I have a Bo at work. Oh, and because I always hear about how cool Bo is. I work at a dog groomers and we have a daycare as well. We have a group called the Bad Kids Club in that each bad kid can't be in the same room as each other because of how aggressive they are. So as a kennel tech, I get to rotate each kid to have some playtime with a big group of daycare kids during the day. Bo is a tad weird where he will bark at new people. <laughs> he growled and barked at me when I first met him. Now we are good and does not like boy dogs. I, do, I don't know if this is interesting to y'all or not, but it I've attached sounds like Bo. a picture of Bo and I think he's pretty cute. Anyway, hope you both are having a great time currently. Henry, uh, not as a six-month-old Henry that I'm listening to now. Y'all are seriously life goals. Okay, bye. P.S. Matt, I have a YouTube channel where in one of my videos I teach my cat to sit. <laughs> Just search my name, Sarah Southard, if you would like to watch some of my videos. Although I don't have a lot of subscribers, I enjoy editing. Sarah, let's 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 get your subscriber count up this week. That's uh look at that bow. Looks like a boxer. Mm-hmm. Hi Bo. He's got, he's got the furrowed brow of a bow. Yeah. Our bow is lying on the floor of Matt's office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. He just he just wagged his tail when Matt looked at him. Um, Sarah, thank you for writing in. The egg signal has gone out for galactosemia, and hopefully we can get some answers for you. Very cool of your parents, though. To yeah, that is really cool. Get you some egg freezing. Yeah, totally. Um. All right. Well, let's take another break. Okay. Here we go. Be right back. 
Oh, yes. We've returned, and it must be time to talk about the Upper Baby Vista. Oh, baby. Do you want to read this? Sure, it's Caitlin. Parent of none. Yet we're working on it, but I was surprised to hear that your Upper Baby Vista has been such a dud. I'm using this time pre-parenthood to do a lot of research on baby gear, especially strollers. If you become in a position where you're looking for another stroller or for any listeners who are in this boat, I found Magic Bean Stroller Demos and the Stroller Workshop, both on YouTube, to be really helpful sources. In particular, the Stroller Workshop is a channel of Nor- for, uh, of a Norwegian man. <laughs> it's an English language channel, though. Who repairs strollers for a living, so he's very helpful feedback for durability and repairability. Good luck with your upcoming transfer. Uh, thanks for the pod and the weekly Henry content. It's Caitlin, two adults, one cat, 1900 square feet, suburban Philadelphia, zero hot dogs. Never had one in their life. As a result of a protective mother concerned about choking hazards, she told my daycare she was allergic to hot dogs. <laughs> Went through many years of your life not having one and decided they looked unappetizing on my own. Well, Caitlin... Thanks for writing in and telling me about a Norwegian YouTube channel. <laughs> um, I mean, he repairs strollers for a living. Which tells you that strollers, are, are they break a lot. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Everything, there's repair people for everything, so. That's true. Um, Caitlin, thank you for this message. Um, all right. This is from Amy, who says, I'm part, excuse me, I'm part of the single childless group of listeners, but I finally found a reason to write in. I always thought it would be to contribute to the Disney portion of the pod, but alas, it's for the hot dog portion. I found real hot dogs at Kroger. Yes. Boar's Head sells natural casing pork hot dogs in the deli area of Kroger, where I've I live. I only found them once here. South of Atlanta. At Ralph's. Which I hear is, Henry. Does he want to swing in to talk about his uh, potty training? Um, I don't know. Should I go check? Yeah. I okay. Mean, we're coming up towards the end anyway. Do you want to finish reading this? Again? Yeah. I grew up in New Hampshire and uh, Shondland's KM Natural Casing uh, dogs were a staple in the house, but this Boar's Head ones are almost as good. They definitely hit the spot. Checked our local Sprouts. They didn't have the ones that Matt previously mentioned, so there's no telling if your local Kroger Ralphs will have the Boar's Head ones, but hopefully they will. They have a lot of Boar's Head dogs, but all beef usually, so my hopes and dreams are that eventually I will discover a suitable replacement, which would have to be natural casing and be composed of a little bit of pork. He is not, he's chosen to not appear on the show. Wow. Well, he said not yet. And I said, you know, we're, we're wrapping up soon. So you gotta, you gotta come in soon if, if you want to be on the podcast. And he said, come in soon. Oh, so we're just like at Henry's whim right now. Yeah. I mean, I think we give him a couple minutes and then we wrap things up. It's going to be like when Jimmy Kimmel always used to quote unquote bump Matt Damon. I don't know what that Apologies means. to Matt Damon. Couldn't get to you tonight. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Some old late night fun mm. from the before times. How before? You know, before before 2015. Is that the before times? election. Oh, oh, I see. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The before yeah. times when things were a little simpler. Yep. 
we didn't know they were simpler. But we they, didn't know how many simple people were around. But they were. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I think I think Henry is. Oh, He's here he is. Hello. Wow, he really is the good timing. Hi, bud. Henry, come on the show. We have a lot of questions for you. <laughs> Big, uh... uh... Holly be out there. Holly be out where? Holly, you can leave the door open. <laughs> <laughs> Henry. Mommy. Hi. Ha ha ha, mom. And did talk food there. We're talking through that microphone, yeah. Nani. Nani? Can you hear yourself? Dida. Yes, Dida's right here. So is Henry. Henry, I wanted to ask you, how is your weekend going so far? What have you been doing this weekend? Um, going to playroom. You've been going in the playroom? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and have you liked it in there? Yeah. Have you uh, been watching a lot of Mickey Mouse this weekend? What's your favorite part about Mickey? Um, the clubhouse one. Yeah, I like the clubhouse one too. Do you like when they do the hot dog song? Yeah. Do you have your own hot dog dance you'd like to show us sometime? Um, no. No. Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. What happened when they turned it blue and go away? Uh, well, when it's blue, that means that I'm not recording anymore. And when it's gray, it means that I've muted the channel. I'll turn blue and gray. We'll turn it blue and gray when the podcast is over, bud. But right now, the podcast is still going because I'm interviewing you. Mommy. How is, your, how is potty training going this weekend? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you would do you like potty training? Yeah. What do you like about it? Um potty. You like potty. Do you are you excited to be like a big kid and not wear a diaper anymore? Yeah. Are you excited to take a nap and put a diaper back on? Yeah. Do you like sleeping with a diaper? Yeah. How many books are in your crib right now? <laughs> Um, three. There's three in your crib right now? Which ones? Do you know? Biba. That's not a book. Is trains, is there trains in your crib? Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're clicking on Mama's computer, huh? Do you see this, Henry? This is you talking. This little waveform, that's your voice and Dita's voice. That was Mama's voice. Mama's voice would be there if she says anything. Hello. It's Mama's voice. Mama's voice is up there whenever she talks. Here we go. All right, bud. Is there anything else you want to say? Um, yeah. What else do you want to say? Pooey. Pooey? <laughs> Papua. Papua? Okay, now you're just talking silly. Now silly you're just word. talking your twin language. You're all done. All right, say, Henry, can you say bye, everyone? Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> she opened it for you. You're a big star. <sighs> well.
That was a harder interview than last week. It I was think. it was a tough interview. You know, I tough think he's interview. going through some stuff this weekend. He really wasn't giving you anything to go on. A lot of emotions about this podcast. A lot of big him. feelings. Um, all right. Well, that brings us to the end of the show. I see why you felt the lack of emails coming. See what I mean? Yes. Uh, don't forget you can support us on Patreon. You can get up to two bonus episodes every month. And if you support us at the five-year-old level or above, we'll thank you on the podcast every week. So you could be thanked just like the following people. Julie Phillips, thank you. Kane McCall. Caitlin Donahue. Karen Sikershi. Kat C. Catherine Linnae. Catherine Shimmons. Katie Allen. Katie Allen. Katie Regan. Carrie Mills. Carrie L. Kim Mestry. Christopher Fonagy. Lane and Kate Seppala. Laura Bennett. Laura Dodge. Laura Madge. Laura Vals. Lauren Cephalo. Lauren Schultz. LFB. Liesel. Lindsay Gish. Linnea Wynn. Lisa Travis. Lydia. Lynn Nugent. Madeline McCarthy. Mara Fass. Marina Breed. Martin Hedegaard-Peterson. Uh, Mary Messick. Mary Myra. Mary Jo George. Maud Tremblay. Mackenzie Erickson. Magana Prasad. Melanie Bronbeck. And Melinda Phelps. There you have it, everyone. A podcast like no other. Well... Have a good one. Bye. Bye.